Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined once again by... Jamie. Yay! And (laughs) (laughs) we're going to be continuing our discussion of Season 2 of Grace and Frankie today um, with the next three episodes, which are The Goodbyes, The Loophole, and The Bender. And I think I'm just realizing that all the episodes start with the word the... Yeah, yes, they do. <laughs> I, not something I paid attention to before, but yeah, yes, that is, that is true. Yeah, I'd originally written just goodbyes on my um, note paper, and then I was like, that can't be right. And sh- <laughs> sure enough, it was the goodbyes. Yes. It doesn't sound right without the word the in front of it. <laughs> but um, the goodbyes is probably one of the saddest episodes of the entire series, in my opinion. Like... Hmm. Like, you don't think so? I think it's one of the saddest ones. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it's pretty sad. But yeah. it, 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 Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm thinking of the next episode. Never mind. The loophole. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, I mean, like, the episodes go together because it yeah. does have to do with, like, Grace and Phil and them ending up not getting together. But right. it's, like, really sad because there's clearly a lot of emotions 15 years later still between Grace and Phil. And True. they almost have this this opportunity to be together, but Grace can't she can't be okay with the situation. And it's it's just really sad. Yeah. No, I, t- I agree with that one. Okay. What did you think I meant? What do you mean? I don't know. You didn't agree with me when I said it was sad. Well, with the goodbyes, I thought you were just talking about... So the goodbyes episode is all about... Well, the main thing really is when um, uh, Crystal, which is uh, Coyote's birth mother, you know, ends up being introduced and she comes um oh i don't care about that she comes for brunch or whatever <laughs> and that's what i thought you were talking about being really sad and i was like well i mean not no, really no. i mean arguably one like frankie takes it pretty hard at first um right you know and she starts sort of i don't know i think that she just really struggles having another mother come into the picture because you know she's always wanted to be a mother and then she's taking care of coyote obviously since he was a child you know really young right well and you know she is a mother she's their mother she is yeah um and i think that like it was additionally hard for her because she's thinking she just lost saul a year ago you know yeah. am i gonna lose coyote now too you know is he gonna break up with me for his real mom kind of thing right so it's like additionally hard for that reason, which which I can understand. But I also feel like she she especially towards the end, she gets like why Coyote wants to meet his birth mother, you know? Yeah. Um, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but no, like the other storyline in there is Grace and Phil, and that's the one that I was referring to being sad. <laughs> yes, yes. That one is sad, yeah. And also like if we want to talk about the um the bit with Grace and Phil. Okay. So we, we mentioned this a little bit before on, a, I think, the last episode. But in season one, when we're first introduced to Phil, or the thought of Phil, didn't right. she, she says explicitly that she, she didn't cheat on Robert, right? Right. But then again here, she's like, you know, when I went back to Robert, uh, blah, blah, blah. So it's like... Yeah. It's, she didn't... 
did she leave Robert or did she not? Did she? I don't know. I feel like it's confusing and I don't understand. I, I mean, I don't know for sure what they're trying to imply because it was confusing for me as well for her to be saying I didn't cheat on Robert, but then like she's clearly kind of was in love with the other guy. So I think like when Grace says she, I didn't do what you did, she means she did not have sex with Phil. Like that's her her line. You know, she didn't cross that line. Okay. But I think there was a lot of emotional intimacy and probably like some kissing and hand-holding and that kind of thing. But I don't think they like actually had sex. Okay. And that's what she meant. That's how I'm interpreting it anyways. I don't know for sure. Yeah. I guess we'll probably never know, but probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Or maybe when they originally introduced the concept of Phil, they didn't really plan on exploring it as much as they ultimately did. So like what Grace says in season one about not, you know, having cheated on Robert with Phil, you know, kind of gets lost in newly developing Phil storyline. Could be. That's also possible. (laughs) Yeah. But um, it it was interesting seeing her sort of apparently try to reconnect to her faith in some way to like, you know, beseech, beseech God to help her get through it, which I found odd because I don't, know that there was any like talk or like allusion to her being having right. been religious at any point so it was kind of weird like it, i can see it was f- always like robert was the right. you know catholic, catholic one kind yeah. of thing and i just assumed grace went along with that for him but must be she has underlying feelings inside of herself too yeah i mean it was not surprising at all when uh frankie went off to go pray to frig you know <laughs> yeah that was like totally <laughs> <laughs> she would be doing that but like yeah seeing grace like go into the church to ask for strength to end it with phil like she's very like vulnerable in that moment yeah. like probably one of the most vulnerable scenes that she's in um even more so like than in, in the bender when she's really inebriated like she's she's very vulnerable and very af- afraid i think yeah. and sad and it's it's a weird position to see grace in because she's normally portrayed as such like a strong woman you know right well and i mean it must be a really difficult thing to sort of be in a position where you are finally out of a relationship and you are free to be with this person who you've even perhaps subconsciously for a number of years like thought about continuously right and it's kind of like it's not you know it's not as cut and dry as like he would be cheating on his wife if they were together because obviously Elaine, you know, is not really Elaine anymore. Right. Mostly. So yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, and I, gosh, it's so hard to decide like where I would fall on this line. (laughs) Like, like if I was in Grace's position, like what do you do? Because Phil is not, married to the woman who he fell in love with anymore she has severe you know advanced alzheimer's doesn't really remember anything anymore um but at the same time like that doesn't make it okay to then have a relationship with somebody else you know right it's such a hard position to be in but um um, we obviously ultimately grace she tries to end it with phil the universe seems to have other plans <laughs> and yeah. she's not able to to walk away and like that episode i think kind of ends with them kissing yes it does it's the first time we see them kiss yeah 
so yeah, then, you know, after they kiss and, you know, Grace has difficulty getting her car started and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> not, right. Like not only difficulty walking away, but difficulty driving away. Like yeah, like terms. literally the university <laughs> being like against them separating because they try to say goodbye in the parking lot and then they end up both walking the same direction <laughs> and have that awkward moment. Yeah. And her car won't start, so he has to come and like help her get it going. And like I think that if she'd just been able to get into her car and drive away, she would have been able to do it. But it was like him coming back then and it just broke her resistance. And like the next episode we see, you know, she ends up going to his hotel and spending the night with him, which is one of the more passionate love scenes that we see in the show. Yeah, not not like the first time she had sex with (laughs) with guy. guy. Oh God. It was not awkward and terrible looking, no. No. (laughs) But um, I thought it was interesting, you know, because we have, in the previous episode, we have, like, Frankie who, although she's trying to just, like, appease Grace by saying everything, when when she asks for Frankie's advice, she's sort of, like, you know, going along with everything else, every single thing she says. But it's clear, she makes it clear before they, like, Grace heads out to, like, break it off, quote, you know, quote, quote, that she thinks that it's a bad idea for Grace to be going with Phil because he right. is married, because, you know, it's through sickness and, and health and right. and whatever. So it's it's kind of interesting that, like, before Grace even goes up to the hotel, you know, she's calling Frankie to be like, I'm not going to be there. Uh, I have to stay with Mallory. Like, yeah. she's the most, like, too ashamed to, like... The most, like, transparent excuse. Like, right. oh, I'm going to go stay with Mallory with the kids that I hate being around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's kind of strange, too, like, in the aftermath of, you know, because they, you know, after they have their passionate romance, romantic <laughs> night together, they, like, you know, have room service with like the strangest waiter ever Kyle cares Kyle who like points to the wrong side of his shirt when he's like pointing to his name tag (laughs) and talks about her nut compartment (laughs) yes her nut compartment and he's just like going on going on but it's weird too because Grace at one point's like I'm sort of paying for the minute here or whatever (laughs) yeah like she like like, (laughs) kind of implies that Phil's a hooker I know I leave the room. <laughs> like, that's so weird. What a strange thing to say. Oh, I guess if you're really desperate to make someone leave. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and, and Kyle's like, oh, I get it. That happens all the time. And just yeah. is like, understands and leaves. <laughs> right. I'm also like kind of put out that like there would just be an open nut compartment. Like the, there weren't even like closed containers for the nuts. They're just like open in this fridge. Well, they are at a nut friendly 45 degrees. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> How Maybe strange. they switch them out for every person who wants the room. I hope one of those so. super fancy hotels. <clears throat> oh man. But um but then like they're planning on spending the day together and Phil gets a call that his wife has ran out of the house with the dog and they're both missing. Yeah. And you kinda I feel like at that point, that's when you know it's not gonna end well you know like you kind of get this hope like oh they're together they're happy and then like reality comes back and you're like oh no 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 this this isn't working (laughs) yeah this is not gonna end well right she's really like slapped in the face with the reality of of elaine in that moment yeah but um and also kind of strange that like phil would 
leave his phone. I mean, I know it's a plot device, but like that he right. would just like leave his phone when he had just been talking on it and knows that he's expecting a call for like to find right. out whether Elaine has been found or not. It was it was a weak plot device. <laughs> I, I didn't quite buy it either. I actually wrote down like, would Phil really forget his phone? Right. <laughs> like he, yeah. <laughs> but of course, you know, when she gets there, the dog actually like shows up on her window or whatever. Already and, with a leash on it. Like yes. it just came with a leash as most dogs let our loss do. Yep. And so <laughs> then she's, you know, forced to, to see Elaine who is all excited and wants company to come visit and stuff. Right. So, but we do see there then that Elaine still does have moments of clarity because she's when she, after like the sixth time of finding out what her name is. Right. She's like, Oh, it's you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always, always been, been you. you. And I think, yeah, like if yes. it, if it had been like a situation where like she was completely like non-coherent and thing the entire time, like even then there might've been some hope towards a yeah. possible, you know, continuation of this. But when she realizes that like, you know, Elaine is sometimes there and it's still like, he's still married to her and stuff. I think it, it's just too much. And... Yeah. It's, and it's, it's, you know, she leaves and that's the last time that we really see Phil and yeah. it's it's heartbreaking, you know, like it's so I felt so bad for Grace. Not so much for Phil, but yeah. like <laughs> but I felt so bad for Grace. Yeah. But um yeah, that's that's what I meant when I said earlier that it's sad. <laughs> it's like this, it's these two episodes together because her story is very like, you know, continues from one episode to another kind of thing. So it's a good thing they're together in our podcasting. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, I, um, yeah, the way that we've like selected the episodes kind of works. It does. Know. Yeah, it's weird. It just falls into line repeatedly, which is good. It does because even the last episode that we are going to be discussing deals with Grace, like the aftermath of this storyline yeah. for Grace. You know. Yeah. So they do go together well, but um, we can jump back to the first episode and talk about. Uh, the coyote and his birth mom storyline. <laughs> yeah. So I have to agree with Frankie in the situation and that it was like super shitty of Crystal to like get in, come back into Coyote's life without expressly being like, hey, mm -hmm. you're never going to meet my family. Right. You know, because like he really thought of it as sort of like, as uh, Frankie says, like that it was like a two way street or whatever. Right. Um, which was just like that for that that was sad too um, that Coyote sort of like got his hopes up and then crushed yeah. in one in one fell no. swoop I, I, I definitely agree that was it was shitty of her to do that but at the same time I can kind of understand it because how do you bring that up and oh she right doesn't, she doesn't want to talk about the events of her life that Coyote was a result of yeah so how do you open up that line of conversation without also kind of saying or i don't you know i don't know what she if she was a prostitute or you know whatever you know her life was at that time that resulted in coyote but her family doesn't know about it and she doesn't want to talk about it kind of thing yeah but um yeah. But we do get some good humor going on though <laughs> when frankie like clearly is not dealing well with meeting crystal and she like steps on her toe and breaks her nose and breaks Jesus. Yeah. 
Which I, I like that his head just appears in like the thing of ice. I, well, she <laughs> like, shoved him in like the freezer. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Which I think is how we got there. Gotcha. And Coyote's just like, you broke Jesus. He'll come back. It's his thing. And I like how like all the other things she sort of doesn't doesn't say anything about like having done that uh, on purpose or whatever. But then with Jesus, she's like, that was an accident. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was, to be fair. It was sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think everything she's she does is kind of like accidentally on purpose. Like she's just wants to kind of scare Crystal off, but isn't like intentionally doing anything to hurt her. Well, yeah. And they're just putting a lot of like awkward situations too, because you know, like Crystal straight up is like, what kind of Christians are you guys? And she's like the Jewish kind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the originals. (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh my God, Saul trying to explain that he sinned heterosexually. (laughs) (laughs) That was an awkward moment too. I feel like you could have just, they could have just lied and been like, yeah, we're, been married for however many years or whatever like they didn't need to get so specific into the details there <laughs> right oh my god but um yeah. Uh, yeah, speaking of Saul we also have like a very minor C storyline yes and and with Robert going to a dog park with some guy I forget his name I don't yeah. know that they ever said his name but he goes there with Tina the dog and, the giant uh, <laughs> dog. But don't say that because she's self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> and meets this guy. I don't really think there was anything like no. romantic going to happen there. Like they were just friends. You know, I think, kind of yeah, I think Robert was just kind of intrigued that like the guy had been a priest and yeah, was yeah. laicized. And he was kind of like, oh, someone who's religious and also gay. How right. do they sort of reconcile that, you know? Right, but then we get Saul <laughs> bursting into the house, like, completely unwelcome. Not only bursting <laughs> in, but also, like, driving very slowly by the dog park. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So yeah. awkward. It's very awkward. But it was kind of strange, too, that this entire park was basically, like, a hookup spot. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, he just said he wanted to have sex with me. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is Robert's reaction afterwards when he's just, like announces to the other guy like i am not interested in having sex with you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. no thank you i'm not interested yeah. <laughs> he didn't say hi to you <laughs> it's so awkward oh uh, uh, i don't know that i would want to go to that kind of dog park no that seems a bit too much you know there was a lot of people just walking around without dogs too right in broad daylight i don't know right weird weird but um that does sort of like, yeah, the whole outburst with Saul and stuff is continued. Actually, yeah, that's actually in the next episode, I realized after I said it. Whoops. Oops. But yeah, that's continues into the into the loophole. Into the loophole. That's actually where Saul ends up breaking, busting into the house um, and confronting. Yeah. The, I, don't, I don't know the what the guy's name is. The man the golden retriever. Yeah. Yells at the golden retriever. And then at least he feels bad about that later. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um, and this whole episode has to do with like Frankie wanting to find a loophole in the contract with Brianna so she can get her lube back because she's just so upset that it's going to have palm oil in it. So yeah. I think they should have called it the lube hole. <laughs> <laughs> they could have, but then that would have been ambiguous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, I would have um, liked it. I did like that she took Grace's 
advice. And so this time, instead of doing some sort of performance art, she actually does bring like research, several, <laughs> several different lines of research, which is pretty cool. To, right. to try to like convince them about all the different possibilities they could do, like <laughs> unfortunate things like rapeseed and and yeast, um, and yeast. <laughs> two things that are unwanted in the vagina. Exactly. And um, nothing, of course, works out. And so then, yeah, she's trying to figure out how she could like break the contract and get her lube back. Well, like nothing works out because I feel like. Brianna just is so closed down to the idea at that point that... Well, yeah, it's just, like, too expensive to well, to change it, it seems. If Frankie had actually read the contract before <laughs> signing it and had not signed the contract with, you know, palm oil or, yeah, palm oil being in it, um, I feel like Brianna might have been more open to, like, the possibility of using a different ingredient. But, like, at that point, she's like, I just want to move forward with... With this, you know, you're putting everything um, in jeopardy at this point with all this fighting about it. Right. And so she's much less receptive to the idea of switching out palm oil for something else. Right. Well, because it seems at this point that they already have the lube sort of made. Right. Right. Because they were just sending her like bottles to test to see like what what style she liked. Right. So they already at least have like a manufacturer ready to produce that recipe, you know. Um, whether or not they've made vats of it already, I don't know. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so they can't find a loophole with just Bud, so they loop in Saul, <laughs> Saul to try. They <laughs> loophole Saul in here, <laughs> and who actually does find a loophole? I forget what the loophole actually is. They don't really say it. Okay. Much like he it's... he spends more time like clarifying where it right. is the contract <laughs> than anything else. Par- and then Frankie's just J. like, help, help, cut to the chase. What do you mean? And he's like, there's a loophole. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's kind of funny that, like, of course, they don't announce it. And then apparently Brianna's showing Robert the new office, which is a weird yeah. thing. And so, yeah, so that's how their storyline sort of mend again, mingle again is they're both sort of like introduced as the lawyers of each side right robert decides to stay but like their conversation about the lube loophole quickly deteriorates (laughs) into a conversation about their relationship so brianna frankie and bud just like leave the room they're like okay they're clearly not talking about the lube anymore right and it's sort of I don't know I feel like this is a good example of why you should maybe not be in business with family or or friends because suddenly they're you know Brianna's just kind of like you're trying to destroy my company like I will never talk to you again after this and and stuff like that which would be sort of understandable I think right um but you know of course like Frankie is coming from a good place she wants to do something that's good for the environment but you know whatever too late at this point um yeah well you know if she'd read the contract she'd sign it's true but she's not the kind right no i mean who is really yeah we're all just kind of like accept (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true lawyers so on that end like you know i think frankie makes a good call when she's just kind of like the whole point of my lube was to have less friction in the world and all it's done is made more right and uh sort of decides to to just let Brianna give up. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is, 
it's sad because I think as she says, like in a later episode, you know, the lube was one of the most like awesome things I've ever created. Yeah. But it is, it's sad that it ends that way, but it's also good because it, you know, they don't end up in court in completely destroying their friendships and relationships with each other either. So, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So then but, Robert and Saul keep arguing together for a while. Yeah, which in their storyline ends happily anyways. Like, yeah. they decide they're going to give the relationship um, another chance, and that kind of ends. They, like, hold hands, Aww. which is cute. Yes. And then in, <laughs> in the next episode, The Bender, we see that they they have spent... It's It was their turn to spend a romantic night together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which was less romantic, I think, than Phil and Grace's because it's in this super rundown apartment building. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. And I like that at first, Robert's sort of like trying to make the most out of it. He's like, oh, a special K. It was a special night. I'll have special K. Yeah. <laughs> and um, then there's like that ridiculous music going on, but Robert tries to dance with Saul up until right. the ceiling like caves in. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I guess Saul just moves right back in with Robert at that point. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's, you know, like Saul's going to continue living in that rundown apartment. No. Well, and then they're not going to continue living in that house either. Right, yeah. They they talk about that. And they're like, well, you know, this house has never really been ours. It's, right. Um, so let's maybe find one that is ours. Right. And then, so, yeah. Which is a good, a good thought. I think you know? so. Yeah. I think so. It's they need a, a a place that's them and where they don't yeah have to look at the kitchen table and be like, that's where you nearly died, and right. that's that's where I learned <laughs> that you cheated on me. Like mm, <laughs> I don't know. Like one of the things that I read online before Subi and I moved in together was like the best way to do it is to not move into one or the other's apartments. It's to like move into a third apartment that's just yours yeah because that way you're starting over with like new routines and you know where everything is instead of like someone trying to come in and crowd what you've already claimed is your own space yeah i can see that i think it's a good call so well then we moved three and a half hours away too so there wasn't much of another option (laughs) very true (laughs) it'd be quite the commute otherwise yes exactly so Mm for him not for me i could have continued working in the office there but i like working from home yeah now with your new desk it'll be even better i'm standing at it right now oh my goodness i know standing and recording the podcast i know i've been doing like (laughs) like desk lunges while we're talking (laughs) you're gonna have like the most in shape legs oh i wish right now they're not there at all (laughs) oh my god uh, um anyways yes <laughs> <laughs> are we done talking about the loophole yeah, yeah. We're, we've moved on into the bender um and we pretty much summed up robert and Saul's whole entire storyline basically they decide they want to get a house that's their own yeah but um this is uh, the episode where two things kind of happen we are introduced to babe um, who's a really awesome character for a short period of time. Yes. And Grace gets super wasted and like really um, humiliates herself and hurts Frankie emotionally. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the humiliation first. Okay. So she's at the bar with Billy, her ex-mentee. <laughs> yes. 
getting plastered at like 11 a.m. Um, yep. And that's just like, uh, it's yeah. that is kind of rough to watch too, because like of course she's she's sort of like grieving the loss of this potential relationship and. But damn, she's been drinking since like last night when she like snuck that entire bottle of vodka upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I, I assume she also drank that entire bottle of vodka. Yeah. And then has to go have her many, many, many more bottles or drinks of martinis. martinis. Yes. Um, and then is making out with like abandoned husband who's not abandoned. He's just nope. husband. <laughs> oh. Which is like weird, like why are they are both. they separated but but they're both at the same bar <laughs> sad about it like right like did they break up at the bar and then like just continue drinking just there, together? there. <laughs> maybe seems like an unlikely scenario yes i did enjoy the potential name for the darts league who darted who darted yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty solid <laughs> Uh, yeah, know, especially to come up with you know when you're completely wasted. I was pretty yeah. proud of that guy. As I say, you knew you know Grace was was wasted because she found it funny. I right. feel like I feel like sober sober Grace would just roll her eyes at that. Yeah, she would not enjoy a fart joke. <laughs> but um, the way that she really em- then embarrasses or uh, hurts Frankie is you know during the is this a, was that a brunch too with Jacob. Um, I think, yeah, sort of. Like, they had Jacob over to meet Bud and Coyote and to braid garlic, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I think they just ate lunch, too, while they were there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and Grace kind of comes in in the middle of it and eats a fistful of cake. <laughs> eats a fistful of cake, like, falls all over herself, and then screams about Frankie having being too nervous to have sex in the vagina. Yes. And then like blames Frankie for the whole Phil situation happening. Like that because Frankie had bullied her into, into doing it, bullied her into having feelings for Phil. And then it didn't work out. And then um, Jacob picks Grace up and takes her out and dumps her in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she was kidding. Um, Which I mean, to an extent, it's true that, like, Frankie is helping her tap into her emotions. But with the Phil thing, towards the end, in Frankie's defense, she did tell her that she thought it was not the right thing to do. That's true. So, but yeah. And also, like, in Frankie's defense, um, Frank- Grace didn't have to do it. Like, no, no. And <laughs> she's I, a grown-ass I, woman, you know? She right. Wasn't- actually forced to do it no she um just was looking for somebody to blame oh absolutely frankie was there and available oh my god yeah and i feel so bad because they have such moments of like where they're getting along so well and then one of them does something stupid and then i guess that's maybe every friendship but i'm like come on (laughs) yeah well (laughs) this is ridiculous (sighs) but um and so then the other storyline is babe we're introduced to really cool character this fun old lady named babe who's throwing a party the party to end all parties yes a party that has no real theme as we find out (laughs) well it's a a fun voyage party yeah i like (laughs) i like after she she says that uh uh, frankie's like she goes to say something in French. She's like, vous êtes. And then she's like, I don't speak French. Or whatever. <laughs> like, and then she says something else later. And she's like, oh, look at that. I do. 
<laughs> That's so funny. Um, but yeah, oh my god, the party to end all parties. Um, yeah, and like, there's not a whole lot. Like, you know, you just kind of get the sense that there's a lot of history between Babe and Frankie and also Babe and Grace. You know, she's yeah. clearly like a neighbor who spent some time living next door to both of them at the beach house, but also spent a large part of her life traveling the world. Yeah. Um, and so she's come back and she's going to throw this huge party, something she's known for doing. And when Frankie kind of pushes um, Babe to kind of tell her, like, why she wants to like what the party's for kind of thing. She says it's a bon voyage party and basically that it's the last party she's going to ever throw because it's a goodbye party for her right. life, basically. Um, which, and they don't, they kind of leave it at that, you know, she, babe just says, yeah, bye, bye, babe. Um, and you don't really know what it means or, you know, where that storyline's going quite yet, but we will find out. Yeah, we'll figure that out in the next episode. um but also um like while frankie is shopping with babe at what is some sort of dollar tree store i'm thinking (laughs) yeah that that babe somehow has coupons for um grace drives completely wasted to a (laughs) store to buy more alcohol because frankie had thrown all of those away oh my god drunken vendor i loved all the notes and like all of the hiding places it's so funny i love that frankie knows her well enough to know where she hid all of her alcohol all around the house (laughs) right even so much that she's like in that one tote and there's like the fully sketched middle finger yeah like (laughs) so good um but yeah she's so drunk there and First of all, so desperate that she's going to buy a hundred little bottles of alcohol. Like, just buy a different kind of alcohol. Right. Like, like come on. Stop being so picky. You're already wasted. What's the difference? Exactly. Um, but yeah, leaves her keys in the car, which is then stolen. Right. And it's ends kind of sadly because Grace realizes her car's been stolen. She calls Frankie, who hangs up on her because Frankie's still super mad about their encounter that afternoon so i don't even blame frankie <laughs> so grace is all. kind of just abandoned at this liquor store yep Ugh. Ugh. but yeah so that's sort of like her her really when she hits bottom there it seems yeah i think that's that's grace's rock bottom for the series so far anyways yeah well, you can only go up from there right very true but yeah, I guess I guess the only other thing we could say is that during the uh, meeting between Jacob and Frankie and uh, Coyote and Bud, Coyote's like, from the moment he lays eyes on Jacob, is just like enamored with him. He, lo- he <laughs> yeah. loves him so much. And he's even kind of, he's like, oh my God, I think I really like him. And uh, Bud's just like, tries to remain completely skeptical until Frankie's like, you need to get your shit together. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he like is like interrogating Jacob about how much money he makes and whether he has love children with famous people. And <laughs> yeah, uh, and we find out that Jacob worked for NASA at some point or something. Well, sort of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he worked for it. He worked on a team that worked for a team that worked for NASA. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he's got a letter from the president. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> which but is yeah. weird because we don't really learn a whole lot about 
what he did before he was a yam farmer. That's true. Yeah. But something for NASA, apparently. Something smart. Yep. Oh, man. But yeah, so that's pretty much the three episodes, though, from all the... From what I can think of. Do you have any uh, lingering quotes? We sort of like breezed over those. Um, I have one from the very first episode where Grace says, I'm pretty sure he knows his mother is not a cartoon princess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's oh, funny. and also from, from the bender when Frankie says, I like one third cake, one third berries, and two thirds cream. <laughs> That's four thirds. <laughs> yep. What about you? Um, I, I really liked the part in, uh, the goodbyes where after the debacle with Crystal, Coyote's just kind of like, oh, my mother's here. My mother's sitting right next to me or something yeah. like that. I thought that yeah, was sweet. That was sweet. Um, and then when, uh, Grace is sort of like mocking Frankie about prayers and stuff and how things work out, she's like, yeah, if there's an astrologer and a shaman on call. And and then she ends up talking about how she did talk to a shaman, shaman Eric or something. Um, Oh, when Frankie goes originally in in episode 10 in the loophole to get her research notes out of her bag, I love when Brianna and everyone else starts flipping out because they think she's going to pull like a gun out or something. But Brianna's kind of like, she's like, what's in there? What is, is it a monkey? Like this sort of like flipping out. Um... I think we said the bit about the gold. Oh no, I guess we didn't say the whole thing. But it was like, why would you? Why would you yell at a golden retriever? They're like living hugs. Yeah. Which they are. Aww, they are. I want a dog. <laughs> All dogs are like living hugs, except for like chihuahuas and. Little Those are just the worst. Mean yippy dogs. Yeah. Um, I like that the only thing that ba- Babe found shocking about the whole story, that uh, the whole breakdown of everything that happened, was you and Grace are living together? Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. That was her response. <laughs> Which... I almost made nine million dollars. <laughs> oh, yep, yeah. Almost. <laughs> Nearly. But yeah, that's about all I got. All right, well then... Next time on Navigating Netflix Originals, we'll be discussing the last two episodes of season two of Grace and Frankie, which are The Party and The Coop. <laughs> the Coop, also called The Coup. No, it's The Coop. <laughs> There's a P after it. <laughs> There's a fucking P in it. <laughs> but it's from fucking French. <laughs> <laughs> but I... <laughs> You're like, who's that? I don't know French. This is about a chicken coop. (laughs) Is it? Yep. I will never not pronounce the P in that word. That's fair. But yeah, so uh, feel free in the meantime to hit us up on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Let us know what you thought about these episodes. Or go ahead and send us an email to navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Um, we're still looking for any suggestions or opinions about what we should do after the second season of Grace and Frankie is done. Yes, we're completely open to all all things. Um, so if you're listening, make sure to let us know what you'd like. Um, according to Podbean, we have some listeners from Australia. Shout out. Shout out. And also from uh, the UK. So. Oh, awesome. Let us know what you'd like. Send us your opinions. Yeah, send us your opinions, not ours. Yeah, don't send us our own opinions like <laughs> I suggested the last time. Send us your own individual opinions. Yes. Alrighty. <laughs> Catch you later.
All right. Bye. Bye.